That was the best day of my life by American authors getting a bit of play these days. It's to introduce Adeline, who's got an interesting interview with a young entrepreneur who really challenged her work commitment. She says, Jack Delosa has a strong social media following and is an in-demand public speaker who explains that to succeed, you need to master the inner game. Adeline explains. My esteemed guest covered a lot of ground, including mastering the inner game of entrepreneurship, understanding the personal psychology of money, and why we don't do what we say we want to do. Jack DeLosa is a household name among entrepreneurs in Australia, a five-time Australian Financial Review Young Rich Lister, two-time best-selling author, and the founder of Australia's largest business coaching and training provider for entrepreneurs called The Entourage, which has some 650,000 members, in other words, a mentor to hundreds of thousands of business owners. And as you'll also hear, Jack was the keynote speaker at an industry event I attended during some of the most challenging months of COVID. Jack, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adeline. I am well aware that I'm talking to Australian business royalty, so I'm very grateful for your time. And I don't know if you remember this, and it feels like half a lifetime ago now, but I remember you being the keynote speaker for a PCMA Convening Asia event back in 2020. And this was where you addressed like a hybrid room of people from the event industry. Now, I know you do a ton of events, but do you happen to remember that one? I do remember the PCMA event. Yeah, that was amazing. We might have still been in COVID doldrums then, but I remember you inspired a lot of hope just by showing us the building blocks of scaling your business and casting that vision once again for growth. Mm. So thank you for that. But so much has changed since then. And and personally, I think the events world is currently in a bit of a weird place. We're almost... um, drunk with business at the moment, despite the higher (laughs) airfares, because, I mean, there's been so much pent-up demand since the borders opened. Yes. And yet, you know, there's this parallel world in the news with warnings everywhere of impending recession, continued uncertainty. So I'm not quite sure what's going on, which is why I think it's so timely to be speaking with you, because Mm. you're all about the inner game of entrepreneurship. Mm. And I'm not sure if I'm describing this right, but is this where the aim of the game is to become a bit like Teflon, you know, where nothing touches you and you bounce back no matter what happens? Yeah, I think the inner game of entrepreneurship is a uh, huge opportunity for any business owner to explore. You know, we tend to live in a world that makes the external supreme. Uh, You know, we all want to have the big business and Uh, the relationship that looks good on Instagram or buying the right brands or driving the right car or whatever it might be. And unfortunately, the world is full of people who are, you know, driving their ideal car feeling insecure, living in their dream house feeling alone, uh, sitting across the dinner table from their partner feeling unseen and unheard, surrounded by loved ones feeling alone driving or, you know, building a $10 million or $100 million company and feeling small. And so while we live in a world that makes the external supreme, your inner state is your experience of life. And what happens is with entrepreneurs is we're so good at 
the externalities and the external accomplishments and showing up when we need to externally, right? And when you're so good at playing that external game, you can go your entire life ignoring your inner world. Most people live with an inner subtle sense of unhappiness. And this manifests in not being able to sleep. It manifests in anxiety. It manifests in jealousy. It manifests in not nourishing or worse, poisoning our bodies. It manifests in lashing out at our partners. It manifests in all these different ways. And so here's the thing. Building a great business, driving a beautiful car, living in your dream home, these are all brilliant pursuits. In fact, I think they add so much enrichment to life. My question is more, what fuel are you using to get there? Mm -hmm. Because if you're being driven by anxiety or anger or angst or lack or a feeling of unworthiness or a feeling of needing to prove other people wrong or needing external significance, then it doesn't matter how successful you become, you're always going to be empty on the inside. And so I think the old way of operating not just for business owners, but for every, for anybody, it was when I achieve my goals, then I will be happy. And I will write a contract with myself, metaphorically speaking, that I will not be happy until I achieve my goals. But then what happens is you achieve all of the goals, you make all of the money and you're still empty and it scares you shitless because at least before you had a facade that you were chasing, now you've actually arrived there, you still feel empty. And that scares a lot of people because they now don't know how to fill the whole inside of them. And so rather than I'll be happy when and always putting happiness out into a future state, what the new science indicates, a great book on this is called The Happiness Advantage, it's written by a Harvard professor, is rather than putting happiness out into a future horizon that never comes, we're far better off practicing and integrating happiness into our everyday life starting now and using happiness to rocket fuel and propel us towards our goals faster. Because when we're happy, when we feel when we feel fulfilled, when we feel nourished, and all of the research is conclusive over this, none, none of this is hearsay, none of this is make-believe, none of this is positive thinking. It is completely grounded in every research piece that has ever been done on this. The behaviors that are correlated with you creating success are all correlated with happiness, meaning when you're happy, and we all know this to be true in our own experience, when you're happy, you're far more likely to demonstrate the behaviors that will lead to long-term success. And so when I talk about inner world, yeah, an element of it is about resilience and Teflon and all of that kind of stuff. It's more about going inside and going, how do we do the inner work so that as you move through this journey, you're not coming from a place of anger and angst and jealousy and lack and not enough, but coming from a place of fulfillment, coming from a place of inspiration coming from a place of contribution because not only will the journey be a lot more enjoyable for you but you'll actually become far more successful well that makes all complete sense and the way you describe the inner versus outer world and that picture of the entrepreneur that you described early on it sounds like you know there's this huge web to untangle um, once you get to that stage mm. where you do have all the external signs of success and yet on the inside, you've been so distracted by pursuing the external signs of success that you're not aware at all about what's been happening on the inside. And when something like COVID comes or exactly. whatever else it might be, 
everything just starts crashing down, I guess. Yeah, that's the perfect question to ask. COVID was um, – what COVID did is it provided everybody a mirror. And, you know, if you were in lockdowns for an extended period of time, then you were confronted by someone you probably hadn't spent a lot of time with in a long time, which is yourself, right? And so <laughs> – and that's, and that's a beautiful place to start. And so I think we need to come back to the fundamentals, which is who am I? What are my personal values? What lights me up? When throughout my life have I been in periods where I felt in flow, where I felt at my best, where I felt fulfilled and inspired and I felt like I was communicating effectively and I felt like I was fostering positive relationships? What was going on for me then both internally and externally to create those, that, to create that alignment? And then ask yourself the counter question. At what points in my life have I felt disconnected? Why did I feel disconnected? It's the exploration of self. Socrates said an unexamined life is not worth living. And I, I fully believe that. And so in coming back to self, which is challenging and confronting and uncomfortable, that's why so few people do it. But in coming back to self and getting acquainted with you, who am I? What are my personal values? How do I know when I'm happy? How do I best foster uh, constructive relationships around me? Is there par parts of my past, childhood, adolescence, recent adulthood that require examination and healing? Have I left parts of myself in the past because it was too painful to bring them forward? Um, have there been painful events in my past that I'm yet to recover from because I never gave myself adequate time to heal or process? But it starts with inquiry. And once we start to ask ourselves these types of questions – it can be a really powerful exercise to then say, okay, how do I now shift my way of being? How do I shift my routines? How do I shift what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis to be more reflective of who I am? The whole journey of inner work is about getting to a point where what you do is fueled by who you are. What you say is fueled by who you are not gimmicks, not what you think other people want to hear, not externalities. It's all just an expression of who you are. And so you get to a point where your outer world is a reflection of your inner world and you're happy with both. I couldn't agree with you more, mm. um, but that does not sound like quick and easy work. It's not. Uh, it's, it's the most difficult, confronting and challenging work a human being can do and that's why nobody does it. <laughs> To hear the extended interview by Adeline Ng with Jack DeLosa, search for her podcast, Upon Arrival, using your favourite podcast player. This is The Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.